This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta. Online at AudiAugusta.com. Stuart Sink is a major champion, six-time winner on the PGA Tour. But like the rest of us, he's spending a lot of time at home these days. It's a pleasure to welcome Stuart Sink back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Stuart. How are you? I'm doing well, John. Thanks. Thank you for doing this. Uh, give me, yeah. give me, give me the home project that you've completed, that you're happy it's completed, but you wanted nothing to do with doing it. <laughs> well, we had our uh, kitchen cabinets uh, were the kind that slammed shut every time you let them go, mm. and it bothered us because we're constantly, you know, unloading the dishwasher and getting stuff out. It's just, you know, how the kitchen is constantly in use. So. My wife, uh, back before this started, kind of got a bee in her bonnet that she wanted to change those to the soft clothes type that have a nice, cushy, luxurious sure. closing. Yeah. And so um, we replaced the hinges on our kitchen cabinetry, and uh, that's something that I had wanted nothing to do with before, and it gave us a little fun thing to spread out over a week or two and get them all done. And we did an okay job. Good. So that's completed. That's good. Um, are, do you are you are, are do you binge on television at all? Do you look at anything? You know, when, when all this started happening, and it looked like it was going to be a long, drawn out process, like it's turned out to be. I was actually looking forward to that, but in um, in retrospect, no, we just haven't really. I don't think we've watched more than maybe two movies or three movies the whole time. And uh, we've watched a few shows, but we're definitely not binge watchers. And, and it, we should be. We love it. I mean, it's part of my favorite uh, my favorite part of the day, maybe, when we have a seat on the couch and kind of just bench and watch a show. But we just aren't as much. And we're, uh, we're keeping busy other ways. Can you watch five-year-old baseball games? I can't watch a, a six-year-old football game. I haven't watched any of the replay sports at all. I totally agree with you. I the only thing I've watched is occasionally they'll show old golf tournaments and I'll go back and, and see some of that, but it's not something I'll plant myself and watch. It's just on for background noise if I'm watching the dishes or something. Think you'll watch think you'll watch Phil and Tiger and Brady and Manning? Uh I don't know. I mean I I do miss seeing something live on television, you know, some sports and it's gonna be nice to have an option, but I do remember the Phil versus Tiger without Manning and Brady involved and I watched that and um, so I'm not sure I'll be I'm going to need to be convinced to to watch the, the new one <laughs> was that because you watched the first one <laughs> partially it is I, I mean I think a lot of us probably saw it and um, and it was just a little bit painful to watch from a production standpoint it just was it just seemed a little too contrived and I don't think the audience I don't know, you may have a different opinion on it, but I don't think the audience really felt drawn into the um, real compelling battle. No, no, I don't think to this day I've really seen it. Now, I will say this about what they're going to do, or at least propose to do. This seems to have a purpose. You know, they're going to raise money. Uh, for all of that's going on, uh, the added, you know, the added aspect of, of Peyton and Tom are, are semi-interesting, but, but at least this one seems to have a reason to happen. Yeah, well, I agree. That's that's a good thing. You know, there, there's a lot of people right now that are hurting, and anything that we can do to um, contribute to, you know, comforting people that are really struggling, and um, is a good thing. And then I think Tom Brady and Peyton and Tiger and Phil, all four of them, have like immense power in that area that they can exercise, and that's what they're doing. So they're good for them. Um, when you're not installing cabinets, 
and and and, and little hinges. Are you, are you played any golf? No, the first two or three weeks, I basically did nothing. I went to the golf course and went through the motions with some practice, but my mind was completely elsewhere, and I just had no sense of urgency at all. And then, I don't know what happened, but a few of my friends, local guys that live around here, some PJ Tour players, some local um, like Corn Ferry or mini tour players, and some of the gals too, kind of started getting some games up. And I went from playing no golf to playing the most I've ever played at home. And I, I'm like three, four days a week now, 18 whole rounds, which is something I never have done. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. Playing the golf courses are fun around here, but also getting to know some of the players that I don't know, like that play on other tours, has been nice, you know, and just kind of see like where these young guys and gals are coming from, their college and their, you know, what tour they're playing on and hearing the stories about things. So it's been a, a really nice little side benefit to being at home. I've played a lot and uh, competing a little bit in some of the games and getting to know some new people. We're talking with uh, Stuart Sink here on the Augusta Golf Show. Uh, no, no, just players on the program today, and I've asked each player, uh, you've had this extended time off, and, and, and you're playing golf. You're not, I don't know how much you're working on your game, but would you? is this the kind of time, Stuart, would you work on something substantial on your game, or that's just, no, that's not going to happen? Mm, I, I, it would happen. This is exactly the time when you would do something like that. If I was a person who had something in my mind that I was like, you know, if I ever get a chance, I really want to do this particular thing. And I'm, I'm not. I don't have anything like that um, that I would that I feel like I want to really kind of retool. So in my case, it hasn't been. Now it has been a time when I investigated some areas in my game that I feel like could definitely use work and um, use video with my coaches back and forth, and you know really kind of did some breaking down of things early on. But it's not to the point of being like a wow, this is going to really be different, you know. And but this would be a great time to do. It. I mean, we're always. I hear my fellow players and myself complain all the time. There's no off season. You know, the golf season runs from the first week of January till um, the week before Thanksgiving, and then December you choose to go overseas and play. Right. And there's no off season, so there's no real time to sort of retool and and and, and implement a real big change. But this would have been had they told us at the start of 2020 we're going to be off from basically early March to mid June. That would have been a time I think a lot of people would have said, all right, I'm going to set aside that to make a big change in golf or do, who knows. I mean, there's been a lot of time to do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, my friends and I say this often. We think that Zach Johnson has done this exactly right. Zach has two majors, and the two majors he has remember you for the rest of your life. And you've got one of those at the Open Championship. How much are you going to miss not having the Open Championship this year? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to miss not playing it this year, and, and like I always would. And I've missed it uh, one or two times before since I won uh, for other reasons. But it's um, it, it's a tournament I love playing in. It's just completely different from playing in the States or playing almost any other place in the world. And so um, I love the challenge of it. And, of course, I'll miss it. But um, totally the right thing to do this year to not have it. And, um, you know, we'll... There'll be many open championships coming. If it happens, does 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 the thought of a of a of a Masters and Augusta National in the fall intrigue you? It does. 
it does intrigue me quite a bit. And um, I do think that one part of the story is being overplayed, and that the course is going to play so different. I, I really don't think it's going to play that much different. I think Augusta National has the control over their turf conditions like no other place in the world. And they will. So, so they do, will you, have it do you think it's do you think it's going to be overseeded rye, Stuart? Oh yeah, really? Absolutely. Oh yeah, it has to be because they can't. I, I don't see how they can have it Bermuda and then overseed after the Masters and have it grow in for the Masters. I I agree. Time to do that. I agree. I agree with that point wholeheartedly. I just, I, I've been out there. I've been out there in November in overseeded rye, and it's a bit sketchy. It, you know, it's a little early oh, yeah. in the season. I have too, and I've, I've, that's the, the what I heard from uh, a lot of people out there talking about what it might be like. Is that uh, the course is going to play a lot different? It might play a lot faster because of uh, the rye not taking in so well. But if you've been out there in November, I've been out there in November, and it's very wet and very slow. Yeah, and uh, the, the ryegrass needs to have a full grow-in cycle to get that good, healthy uh, firmness to it. That the coarseness of the blade that supports the ball when it lands. Otherwise, it's landing in soil, and when it lands in soil, the ball doesn't roll. Now, I think that's what it's going to be like more in November. And, and it, you know, I'm, I don't want to, you know, I go out on a little bit of a limb here, but I wouldn't be shocked to see the fairways mowed towards the green. In November, yeah. as opposed to towards the key, like they've been doing. Um, before I let you go, when you guys do get back at this, are you planning on playing a lot? Will it, will your schedule differ because of what we've just gone through? No question, the schedule is different because the schedule is different. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, as far as me, um, I'm in a category of partial access because I was injured last year, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to play everything I can play. Uh, I'll whatever tournaments I get in, I'm going to play. Um, so I'll be playing a lot, hopefully, and uh, yes, I mean it's going to be quite different without fans. Um, I don't even know if they're going to allow uh, families to travel to tournaments. It's going to be a really interesting experience for someone who's played for this long and under the same basic conditions where we have crowds and families and all that. So it's going to be different, but um, you know, I feel like we're now all of us, you, me, all of us, we're we're kind of on we're on a new team. And in addition to all the old teams we're on, we're all on our own family and individual teams. And now we're kind of on this new team where we're all part of this cause to try to get the virus out of here yeah. and social distancing and all that. So it's going to be real interesting for all of us to see how we can keep doing the best for our own personal team, but also be a responsible member of the new team that we're all on. And that means, you know, competing under the new social guidelines and being responsible to the society as a whole, uh, because I mean, this thing is really serious and it's uh, causing a lot of really, really difficult situations out there for a lot of people. So it's going to be a good balance, um, a good uh, exercise in, in how we're going to balance this thing going forward. Stuart, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. Thanks for making some time for us. Please stay well. Please stay safe. The same for your bride and everybody in the household. Thanks for doing this. You got it, John.